Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joe and Dan. Hello! What up, Ooze? How is our tribal chief today? Yes, not too bad. Busy, I feel like I say this every week, busy week in work when I'm on the old training. There's a new system being introduced in work that you need two weeks worth of training on. So I'm coming to the first end of the first week of training and uh, everybody else is having to do my work. But I've returned the favours back to them and vice versa. So I've got the training in two weeks time. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, you will look forward to it. Believe And me, Joe's already trained. Me. What's going oh, on? Oh, you've already had the training, have you, Joe? He has. He, has. he loves it. We'll never know. We, we will never know. He's that good at it. He's, he's on it now, man. It sounds like he's not even here. He's off doing That's the it. training. But, you know, like training on new systems in work, you've got the training that WWE does down in NXT. And now we don't just have NXT 2.0. We've got NXT 3.0. Black and gold is back, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Baby. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like ah. I, I get, I get the hype. What a trash mo- company! <laughs> as ah. Mojo himself would say, um, you know that I understand the hype around it. I don't know if it's a bit too soon. I mean, it, what is it like? It was supposed to be the one-year anniversary of NXT 2.0, wasn't it? And I saw That's the it. video package that they did, and Shawn Michaels, because he's now creative director of talent and everything and yeah. anything and whatever his title is, he was doing like the voiceover, wasn't he? The narration of the uh, promo video that finished off, and then of course they have the NXT 2.0 logo with that like graffiti style, and it kind of like faded away and then quickly came back. And it's now we've had black and gold we've had graffiti if you want to call that and now we've got white and gold it's classed as um yeah it's kind of yeah the way i look at it it makes sense to me that if i look at it in the logic of it's still nxt 2.0 but the 2.0 bit doesn't make sense yes it's 2.0 because we have black and gold it was a competing with AEW. it was trying to be the third brand but they stripped it back and made it developmental now, whenever you talk about an NXT title, so people, you see NXT title was defended on Raw. It was called the NXT title. Um, you're going to see Solo Sakura. He's going to be on SmackDown with his newly won um, North, North American. American. They're going to call him the NXT North American champion. They're not going to call him the NXT 2.0, and they never have with the title. So What if he's like, not? Well, Jamie makes a good point there. What if he... Wow isn't on the main roster anymore and he's back in NXT and he was no, only there. No, he could there. be on the main roster, just might not have the belt. Well, would that make sense? Well, they've done it, it before. Um, if you remember when they had, uh, do you remember they did that halftime heat and they had that six-man tag and then they called up Champa, Gorgano, um, oh. they called up Ricochet and they called up Alistair Black. I'm pretty sure one of them, I think it was Ricochet, was the North American champion at the time. And he was appearing on the telly with it for only for a couple of weeks and then he dropped it. You often find when they've got those NXT titles, if they've been called up to the roster, they don't tend to keep them. But Joe and I, I know he's disappeared, sorting out his microphone. Um, he's, doing his had, he's doing his training. But we had an interesting discussion yesterday. Ultimately, with the bloodline, you've got Roman Reigns as the Universal WWE Champion. He holds both belts. Usos both the tag belts. Now, if you're following the line of Solo Sokoa, he needs to be somebody draped in gold. He's not realistically going to be beating Gunther, and he's not realistically going to be beating Bobby Lashley. Okay, potentially he could, but why would you hold a 
titles at per ransom. But if you had the North American title, it could be the case that people on NXT are doing number one contender matches. And Solo Soko is like the Roman Reigns of NXT, where he only comes back over there when he wants. He's on his island of relevancy with his brother uh, or with his cousin, sorry. And it could be the case of, you know, only at takeovers he comes and defends it. And, he, you know, it could be making him even bigger of a deal. Ultimately, I can see him potentially holding that belt maybe up until WrestleMania. I think that's when it starts to crumble for the bloodline. But he wasn't going to take that title off Gunther. He's holding that till Mania. And Bobby Lashley's in the program with Seth Rollins now. So realistically, he can't be the only one stood there without gold, given the North American title. And it puts eyes on NXT now. The pop he got in the main event of NXT, they were absolutely going nuts for him. Was he on SmackDown last Friday? He was on SmackDown. He came out. I know Reigns wasn't, was, was he? He was the Usos, and I think I read that he, because I didn't watch it, I think I read that he was with the Usos, was he not? Yeah, he basically came out and just said, you know, um, I'm one of the bloodline, I'm eight years younger than the Usos, um, you know, I'm, I'm on this show now, I go here now. Um, Drew McIntyre chased him off, and then he faced Drew McIntyre in the main event. So he's officially part, they've, they said it's like a bloodline yeah, initiation yeah sequence they're saying he's officially part of the bloodline but then when he turned up in nxt even way barrett was like what's he doing here he shouldn't be allowed here after what he did to my friend what the bloody hell is he doing here? he's got every right to me um then to me then it makes sense that he appears on nxt and smackdown and he has the north american championship presented you know round around his waist on his shoulder on both shows type <laughs> things it doesn't make sense for if if you just said to me he wasn't on SmackDown last week, then it kind of would have sounded like a one-time thing at Clash of the Castle. Yeah, he he got a family member in out of nowhere that he that not the you know not the full casual audience were aware of to help him out, and then that was that, and you don't see him again. But the fact he was then on TV less than a week later, I'd be surprised. Then even though he is a champion on NXT, I'd be surprised if he doesn't keep appearing on SmackDown and certainly with the belt. Because if you're going to appear, you've got to have the belt, especially since they're holding most of the gold anyway. As, as the say, bloodline. You would go down that gimmick of holding all the gold as the bloodline and doing it even in NXT in different promotions, if they still want to yeah. call it a different promotion or brand. But, um, I mean, look at when Paige won the... I know it was, what, nearly 10 years ago now. Paige? When Paige won the title, Paige. did she come down with like the NXT Women's Champion? She didn't, did she? So, I can't remember. And then she won the Championship. She didn't come down with the NXT title. No, but if you remember when Kevin Owens made his debut, John Cena doing his open challenge, um, you famously, he, Kevin Owens, um, he stood on the US title and he held the NXT title in the yes. NXT. Yes, he did. I remember that. So they, they have had a lot of crossovers. I mean, the NXT title was famously defended um, on the first episode of Raw after WrestleMania by Dolph Ziggler when... Bron Breaker won the belt back from him. Um, you know, it's, it's famously yeah. it's been defended. It's been defended at WrestleMania. Charlotte Flair um, won Ooh. the NXT title off Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. So it, it has had its crossovers. But would like that have that. would that have happened in front of a live audience? Or did that only happen because of the pandemic? No, it's, it was written in. Ooh. It was written in that that was going to happen Ooh. and that was going to be part of the call up. You know, I nearly said in the Thunderdome, but that mania wasn't in the Thunderdome, was it? It was in an empty PC. performance center. Yeah, with the big fan, the big fan on the ceiling. I yes it did. I we never never have to go back to that for any reason, dear God. It's almost depressing when you think about it. Looking back on the wrestling back back then, just wrestling needs a crowd. It needs interaction. It needs a bit of noise. Um, and that's not to say that yeah, especially WrestleMania for Christ's sake. 
Um, especially like you look at Clash of the Castle, like that event was better yeah. because of the British fans. You look down the line, people have been saying how good that event is because of the British fans, not the wrestling. It's the fans that made that show. Yeah, and I listened to Corey Graves' podcast, um, and he, he's still talking about it then. I think he's talking to um, his, I can't remember his name, I've forgotten it off the top of my head, um, Vic Joseph he was talking to, and he basically saying, you know, they didn't realise like how massive it was in the UK. And if they do, they basically were appealing on after the belt for WrestleMania to go over to the UK. They were saying that they didn't even realise that the arena was right next to a castle as well. And they said that they, every other person had a wrestling T-shirt on and the crowds like show their hunger, show their love for it. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully it will come back over, even if it goes up to Glasgow or it goes across to London, Manchester. Glasgow, Scott. Yeah, we're up in Glasgow, you know, where the Eurovision's probably going. There's loads of places in the UK they could go. We've got tons of arenas. I mean, you know, soccer. They watch our soccer. It's and they got know to have it a roof. We could have Clash in the Cottage. Don't have a roof. Craven Cottage doesn't have a roof. So poor, poor AEW when they come down and it pours Tony can't it build down. a roof in time. It pours it down on the last two or three wrestlers he's actually gone on the roster because everybody's left and gone to WWE or back to the Indies. Or they want to leave and go back to WWE. What is so what going on in that tin pot company? You know what's going to... I'll kill you. Like, literally. <laughs> AEW come to the UK. And could you imagine they actually do their event in, say... Most likely it's going to be, what, Manchester, so the AO Arena. It's going to be Craven Cottage, isn't it? That's what they said. No, but what I'm saying is they do it in, like, AO Arena or something in Manchester. What's the AO? Is that what used to be the MEN? Yeah. Yeah, Is that what it's sponsored by these days? So I thought it was just like Manchester Arena these days. God knows. Um, And then what if they did, like... Imagine coming all the way to the UK and then just doing a stadium stampede match in Craven Cottage, but they come all the way to the UK and you have to watch it on the video because it's <laughs> Craven Cottage. You probably do. Well, I mean, like, I'd happily have them to come over to the UK, do a stadium stampede match, and then have that shown in the US. So they're just over there doing a stadium stampede in the UK at Craven Cottage. That would be great. You'd love it. Man, we need. With we that Mike, to... uncover that Michael Jackson statue. Oh, <laughs> One best. place I would like it, and I don't think many people talk about it as much as they should, is in Dublin. Uh, they've got the Aviva Stadium, which is yeah. pretty much near the centre. And you look at the Irish. Does it have a at, roof? It doesn't. No, but oh, well, it, it's gone. everyone knows it's that Ireland is question. famous for its sunshine. So you know, get it over there. Get it it's in the famous life. for the Titanic. The unsinkable sinkable. Well, that's Belfast, Northern Ireland. It's not about Dublin. Well, you know what I mean. Yeah, Dublin, fair enough. Yeah, but does it have a roof? You know, if Seamus is going to win his IC title, do it in the Aviva Stadium. You know, Becky Lynch can win the women's title. Finn Balor can win the tag titles with uh, with uh, Dominic Guerrero. If Seamus and Drew can't win it in the UK when it comes to Cardiff, then ain't none of them winning if it goes to Ireland. Yeah, but we did have British winners that weekend. Pretty deadly when the NXT UK and the oh. NXT Tag Champions, and they're, they're British Tag Champs, the three-time Tag Team Champions. But yes, boy. But it's NXT. Does the casual viewer care? They do now. NXT is where, like, that is, like, one of my favorite. It's where the big boys play. I don't fast-forward any of NXT. It's absolutely amazing. I love it. It's got so much going on Because it's only an hour long. That's what I was going to say. It's only on 10 minutes. That's why. Is it two hours? Two hours now. Yeah. I'm done with this I watch NXT level up as well. That's half an hour. Oh, God, I forgot that that was even a show. Was that the one that replaced 205 Live? That's it. And that's where they, they test the um, the characters. They've got a few people coming up. Sol Ruka. That's the developmental. Up. Not a developmental. 
Yes. Yeah, they've got um, Caden, not Caden Carter, Ashton Carter or Caden, or whatever his name is. He's uh, from Ghana, West Africa. Ashton. He's a former NXT tag champion, uh, UK tag champion. So he's on his way up. Um, there's loads of people that they're sort of getting through. We just had Quincy Elliott debut off, um, off there. Quincy Elliott, he's the quintessential diva. If you mix together Yes, Goldust no, I saw Bichera. a video. Didn't he, like, come out on some sort of, like... Scooter. Tur- but it didn't it rotate or something, the scooter. He, came, he, came. he comes to the arena on a little moped scooter thing, like a Vespa, and then he comes at this music and is like, dun, dun, dun. It was, it, a bit, life. it was a bit velveteen dream without the theme. It was very viscerae, and he does this thing where he, like, pole dances on a ring post, and it's, it's a little <laughs> bit... It's definitely some people's cup of tea. Um, but it's having a little bit of uh, flamboyance and flavour to the to the NXT product. But um, Hank, the security guard, he got an NXT contract this oh week as well. Oh, my dear Lord. Are they running out of ideas? Hank, the security guard. Yeah, he he, um, he wrestled big body Harvey, Javier Bernal, and he beat him with a clothesline. And then Shawn Michaels came up to him and said, you're not a security guard anymore. You're an NXT superstar. And then he signed his contract on a digital exclusive. So Hank, the security guard, going to be future world champion I hope, I hope he's billed as Hank the scariest guy like when he comes out for his first official match you know coming down the aisle Hank the, from Walmart <laughs> Hank the security guard and he should come out to Paul Black Cop as well like the theme from Paul Black Cop I can quite say I have never seen that film nor his sequel I've seen Paul Black Cop I haven't seen Paul Black Cop 2 I would like to hear Joe say Paul Black Cop no, you don't want to say it. You don't like the movie. Well, we'll never know. We bring you today's show with just the three of us because what? Well, he's there, but for some reason he's, he's here. in the top corner. What's going on? Poor Joe, you're with us in spirit, mate. You're with us in spirit. Can we talk about how fantastic I am yet again at predictions when it came to the fact that I said the final for the AEW World Title would be the hasn't two aired yet. of the Blackpool Combat Club. <laughs> hasn't aired yet. It was on last night. What, Rampage? It was on Dynamite. I'm not stupid. I know what Rampage is happening. There's a match between what's-his-chops. I won't mention the winner because that's a spoiler. Taron, was the Redeemer Matt on there? Hardy and Darby Allen. Was the Redeemer on there, Taron? No, he wasn't on Dynamite nor Rampage from what I read. But yeah, so Blackpool Combat Club members, Dean Ambrose, Brian Dean Danielson. Ambrose. Dean Ambrose! Um, what's he called? Yeah, Dean Ambrose, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Jericho <laughs> is always Jericho. Uh, John Moxley, should I say. And Brian Danielson fighting next week at is it is it Grand Slam next week yeah so we will have a brand new world champion in the form of um, Brian Danielson I I, I booked this weeks weeks ago even before I knew anyone was getting stripped of the title suspended I said this was going to happen alright but we surely John Moxley does not become a three time world champion well you, you never know I mean Hopefully not. Give it to somebody else. Like give Brian Danielson his chance because the thing is, John Mox to be off for a few weeks before okay. obviously happened with CM Punk. He was supposed okay. to be off and resting. So I can literally all I can hear. I'm muted. Don't you worry. I called out. I was like, yeah, I can't do anything. Yeah, so I think with Brian Danielson, I think this is his time to give him the title. 
I think if obviously nothing happened between Punk and everything after that happened, after um, All Out, obviously I don't think Danielson would have won the title this early, but I think Danielson is going to win the title now just to give it somebody new for a little bit. Moxie's going to take some time off, kind of giving Danielson the lead on the Blackpool Combat Club for a little bit. Um, Moxie will have a few weeks off, possibly come back and then I don't know. It, it's weird because obviously you've got MJF and the firm, obviously part of this equation as well. Um, obviously his new group called the firm, but um, MJF is obviously the number one contender. He can cash it in whenever he likes. So do you want? Realistically, his feud is with Moxley and CM Punk. It's not with Brian Danielson. So are we just going to have a brand new feud? I mean, I'm happy with that. So. That could be the possibility that we have a new feud with Brian Danielson instead. But, um, yeah, so we'll just see what happens. I mean, go on, Dan, what are you trying to say to me? Go on, here we go. He knows He knows what he's doing. He has no idea what he's doing. He's he's on mute and he can't bloody speak. <laughs> what is and going he on? He what doesn't is know going how on to mute this? it. What is going on with those brothers today? I can't even unmute him. That's the issue. Hey, you, is, should be able to, you should be able to hear me now. I don't know. I literally just tried to fix Joe's microphone. He had a panic attack. So, um, yeah, no, I think it, it works out really well if you have um, Brian Danielson and, um, you know, MJF in, in a feud. Um, I think you don't have to do it straight away. You can even wait six months and then he could cash in the chip. I think it all depends. You don't have to cash that. There's no expiry date on that chip, so you can do it whenever. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they can wait for a mox to win it for the sixth time. I'll wait for CM Punk to return and win that title. Oh, God, I hope not. I'm fed up of seeing that guy, to be honest. Hey, it's all right. CM He's Punk, out for about eight months, isn't he? I'm just fed up of hearing him whine. It's just like when Tony Storm left WWE and went to AEW. All she did was whine for three months. It's the same She's thing. I'll see him punch whining again. But she used to be my favourite. Not my favourite anymore. Penelope Ford, she's my favourite AEW oh, women's God. competitor. My dear Lord. She's my favourite. What about DMD? But Baker, no, after what she did at the pay-per-view to Jamie Hayter, it's inexcusable. She cost her the title, Taryn. <laughs> yeah, because she's not an alien anymore. But Jamie Hayter, she's not the alien. That's Chris Statlander. Oh, oh for I'm God's sake. This is why you're bottom of the prediction this is, league. This is why I don't watch AEW. <laughs> she's from Southampton, England. I know who you mean now. Yeah, well, that, no, that's, another reason why, that's another reason why she didn't win, because she's British. What about? We've got a British champion in the Pac-Man. Yeah, double but champion. doesn't do anything. When double champion. When was the last he just time won he the trio titles. It? Yeah, but when was the last time he defended that championship? Like on probably on a- progress on Saturday. Yeah, on AEW. <laughs> it's not an AEW. It's like when you have Ring of Honor titles randomly just on there now. Because don't forget, it's owned by Tony Khan. They just defend other titles on every show now. Here, have a Ring of Honor pure. What? Let's talk about that pure, by the way. I've never watched a Ring, Honor, Ring of Honor in my life. It was my that first bloody one as well. pure match. Jesus yeah. Christ. It was my first match as well. So many different one. rules. What was it? You can't. You can only have three uh, rope breaks. You're only allowed you can three only punch rope breaks. Once. Yeah. And then they've got three judges. They just had Matt Seidel spaced out in the front row. Yeah. (laughs) If it needs to, there's some some judges on the front row. Love it. Jerry Lynn, Matt Seidel, and some guy I've never heard of. 
Jerry Lynn. I like Jerry Lynn. I like Jerry Lynn from his ECW days. I hope he's keeping well. I hope he's keeping well. <laughs> well, he's got a contract. Well, Jerry Lynn will have been one of the people who unfortunately didn't make it onto this year's um, PWI 500 top list because he is unfortunately retired. But that did come out this week um, to much discussion from a fair amount of people. Um, there's quite a lot of names on the list, 500 to be exact, whether you know or not. That's funny, that, isn't it? Um, I mean, we'll, we'll have a look then at some particulars on here. Happy to say that just making the list at 500 was Dustin Wilson. <laughs> Good lad. It's about I'm, time he got some recognition. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I remember seeing him back in the day. He, he, made, he made his 500 well done to Dustin. I mean, you think about how many wrestling promoters there are in the world and how many wrestlers there are. He's the five This year, he's the 500th best, so... Yeah, I'm Don't not say that, though, Eugene was on that list at one point. Yeah, because Nick Dinsmore is a quality wrestler. He's just got a terrible gimmick, that's why. It's yeah, a shame, he's though. on there as Eugene. It's <laughs> a shame, though, that Bronco Brendan White is not on the list. We need to have justice for Brendan. Bronco Brendan White is, however, on the network this weekend for the ICW event that he took part in. Can't wait to watch that. I think that'll be pretty decent. He wrestled four yeah, times really. that weekend. Well, a fair play to it. And also, fair play to what have we got here. Number 495th on the list, Big Game Leroy. <laughs> You're making this up. You're no, I'm not. 495th, Big Game Leroy. Leroy. Good um, old Leroy. I'm proud of him. I'm so glad, you know, he's, he's made the list. Evil Uno, 481. Oh, my God. Angelo Dawkins, 478. Just looking at some names here that I recognise. Let's have a look. He's from so, um, he's from the uh, Street Profits town. I'm not sure if you know. I certainly do. The Butcher, 400. The Butcher is know. better than Dawkins. Um, a fat 458. No, Super crazy. He's not still wrestling, surely. 449. Yeah, the, the Triple R. Dear Lord, and he's still he's still loving it. He is super. He is crazy. Well, this is the one, Luke. I haven't, I, haven't actually, I haven't actually looked at this list, so go on. Let's do it. Uh, so I, don't know who num- I don't know who number one is. I, I well, we'll, we'll get to it. Mate, you'll need to acknowledge him. I, I, I need to tell you this. Well, story. that kind of gives it away. I weren't going to say him. <laughs> he, wears a, he wears a string vest. <laughs> yes, it's about time after his promos this year. He needs, where is Christian on that list, by the way? I'll have a look and see if he's on. 414th, though, somebody who I didn't even realise was still wrestling, or certainly in, not enough to be able to be recognised to make it onto the top 500 list, and nearly at 400, JTG. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. He wrestles for NWA. Yeah, we're bringing the hood to you. Oh, Lord. What yes. are you going to do? Fair play to him, number 348. L terrible. <laughs> oh, that's it's like you on that. It's like you on the prediction. <laughs> on the prediction, L <laughs> terrible. Oh, right there we go then. Danhausen three hundred and thirty-one, narrowly missing out at number three hundred and thirty. Did because that was taken by Tajiri. Good. Who's M three sixteen? Oh hell yeah. Oh, let's have a look at the old 316. Just I'm happy to say that every is. year just a bounce. 316, yeah. Dominic Guarini. 
There, Dominic Ma- Greeny. Max Dupree, 310. What's he actually done? Well, he had he's NXT when he was um, LA Knight. Yeah. He was doing tons of stuff on Fair NXT. Play. Dolph Ziggler, 285. That is well known for Ziggles. He won the NXT title. 285. Yeah, it just shows you that nobody cares. Wait till you see how high up Bron Breaker is when you get to it. And he's, he literally right. has only been wrestling for half a year. 250, Brian Cage. That's a bit high. Chad Gable, 241. He should be higher. Shush, please. Thank you. Let's put it this way. Can oh. I ask the question? You can have he to hasn't... tell you who number 224 is. Go on. My Rick Boogs. Well, you just wait. Orange Cassidy's going to be in the top 100. I can tell oh, you. Oh, I swear you. to God. But, um... He hasn't wrestled all year, and I bet Kenny Omega is still in the top hundred. Oh well, have a look. Right, so I've got, <laughs> and he hasn't I've got... wrestled all year besides the, <laughs> the trio title. I've got to around two hundred now. So Luchasaurus two hundred and four. Bobby yeah, Fish, just Bobby missing Fish, out because of his face. He's he turned heel more than Big Show. Jay Briscoe one nine seven. Mark Briscoe How much fish could Bobby Fish fish if Bobby Fish could fish fish? Seven. Uh, O'Reilly. <laughs> Dexter Loomis, one nine five. Fair, yeah. John Hennigan, one eight five. John the John Hennigan. Hennigan. Johnny Dynamite. Johnny, yeah, whatever he is this week. Matt Jackson, one eight four. Nick Jackson, one eight three. How do Matt, you work out which one's uh, better than the other? Well, it's the same. You know, Briscoes are just in that around. Um, yeah, but they're brothers. Whichever one takes the most kicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Matt Hardy, one eighty. So Matt Hardy's better than. All the names that I've mentioned so far this year. I mean, better than the young ones, that's easy. Um, Noam, da- Noam Dar, 175. <laughs> yes, Noam Dar's better than the young books. 174, Rey Mysterio. 173, better than God's all sake. the names I've mentioned so Don't far. Say it. Don't it's do it. Sting. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Dominic Mysterio because you're oh, doing he, will, he will not be on this list. I'll have a look in a minute. <laughs> I wonder what Joe thinks of him be, uh, being Sting being at the higher on the list. Yeah, Joe, I agree. Yeah. My dear <laughs> We have to keep checking just in case his microphone's working. We can see no. him. Oh, he's there. Hang on. I just heard some No, you, you can hear that, but you can't actually hear him speaking. No, I heard him. You can just I, heard hear I heard him. Joe, so I, can hear, I, I, can, I can hear air, but I can't hear him speaking. Joe, say hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? Yes! <laughs> he's there. And Joe, just for you, you'll be happy to know that beating Sting, Rey Mysterio and Noam Data, 172 is W. Morrissey. My dear Lord. Right. My Killer, dear Lord. Killer Cross, 161. We'll wait till he wins that world title this year. He'll be a lot higher. He just... <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Hardy, 160. 160 oh, over yeah. the speed limit, yeah. <laughs> that was yes. the toxicology reading. Dear Lord, what else have we got here? Allegedly, we will say. The Miz, 150. <laughs> is is Logan Paul going to be higher? <laughs> oh, I don't think about... Right, let, let's get... Seamus, 126. Oh, right, I feel sick. Right, who's higher that he knows that Orange Cassidy's just <laughs> come up? And he's better than Shane. Orange Cassidy, <laughs> 114th. I told you, he's better oh than all my. of them combined. Oh. He is freshly squeezed. He's better than Sheamus. 
let's put it this way. Sheamus and Walter was, what, 4.75? If it was Walter versus Orange Cassidy, that would be a six-star match. What, we right, what is going on here? What's going on? Right. Sorry, Nin- Gunther. Nin- no, 90, 91, Gunther. 91. Jungle, higher. Jungle Boy 90, Riddle 89. I agree with Jungle Boy. He's had a good trajectory year. Yeah, but... All right, Gunther 91... 81, Christian Cage. Oh, I told you, Christian Cage would be high up there. He's had a good year. Shout out, I did see the list. Number 104. 104, Adam Brooks. Oh, no, it should be Michael Oku. It isn't. He's 106. Oh. Ah, I was a couple off. Yeah, he wrestles for RevPro, but also Creation Pro Wrestling in Cardiff. We've seen mm. him wrestle a couple of weeks ago for like a fiver ticket, and he's one of the standouts. We actually did shout him out when we reviewed the show. Um, yeah, one to watch. He is the highest UK unsigned wrestler, so that's a, a big achievement for Michael Oku. That's very big. Not as big as number 75, though. The NWA world champion, Trevor Murdoch, still going strong. Oh, God. Edge, 65. Tommaso Ciampa, 64. Finn Balor, 63. Not bad. There he is, Pac, 56. Even though he's not there defending his title, Terry. Well, I agree. Randy Orton, 47. Shinsuke Nakamura, 46. Darby Allen, 45. Bloody hell. 41. Psycho Clown. Oh, mate, that guy is <laughs> on his way up, that Psycho Clown. <laughs> yes, he is a bit he is. crazy. He's not, with, um, he's not the one that goes out with Noel Foley, is he? Oh, I am. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Oh, um, Psycho Clown. The Mexican wrestler <laughs> he's mexican this oh, okay. psycho clown so i don't think it is that one this looks like he's a it mexican it's no it's not we're okay is that right. for the, tri- the triple r here we go uh, the yeah, top tw- so just just missing out on the top oh Bron Bre- breaker 26 there is no way right. he's better than orange cassidy <laughs> <laughs> Jericho 22nd, so he just missed out. Oof. Right, top 20. Number 20, Drew McIntyre. Fair enough, go on. Mm, 19, Kenny Olivier himself, Kenny Omega. And he hasn't even had a He match. hasn't wrestled all year! He hasn't wrestled 19th. all year! <laughs> 19th. He was literally out since November last year. He's had three matches. And there were I think the it, goes June, it goes June to June, so it must have been the ones. Oh, then before. fair enough. Then, yeah, matches. he was champion number, for so long. Yeah. Number eighteen, the man that left WWE with a ripped body and lost all of his muscle muscle mass, Adam Cole. Baby. Baby. It's seventeen. Not the boom. Seventeenth, Seth Franklin Rollins. <laughs> well, considering he didn't even win a single match, it feels like for the entire of the year on a pay-per-view. That's pretty good. Oh, God, where's Cody going to be? Oh, wait till you see he's in the top 10. You just wait and see if it. 16th, MJF. Nah. 15th, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Ew. What? 14th, Josh Alexander. No, seriously, that was that. Impact World Champion. He's better than MJF. I demand a recap. No, 100% he is better than MJF. He's an incredible wrestler. Don't be so stupid. Well, don't worry, better than all of them. Number 13, Matt Cardona. Fair, he's had a wicked year. You know, with the GCW title, he's been been literally the workhorse of the American scene. 
Number 12. And you know it. No, the two-time, could-soon-be-three-time AEW World Champion didn't make it in the top ten at John Moxley, number 12. He don't care about those awards. He just cares about beating up people. Shingo oh, Takagi at number oh, yeah. 11. Yeah. Jonathan Gresham, number 10. Surprised at Gresham. He was the Ring of Honor World Champion for a while before yeah. Swiss Aro beat it off him. Um, he did have a strong Ew. year, but now he's he's the guy that um, Claudio Castagnoli beat for the um, Ring of Honor title. Yeah, no, I'm saying, who's Swiss Aro? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> number nine. Big E, where's he been? Number nine. He's got a broken freaking neck. He was at the Bucks game. Do you not see him? He's like, I did see. <laughs> the Bucks I know, game. He's, well, I know he's been world champion, but was that in the last 12 months? I suppose it was, was it? I don't know. It must have been. To, say that, June, to say that he's higher than Kenny Omega if they're well, both going to that's June. Easy. Who's been out longer? Big E's been out longer than Kenny Omega. Yeah, he has, yeah. He's got that neck, you see. Um, <laughs> number eight, El Hijo Del. If I pronounced that right. No I one knows. Know. Yeah. Number seven, Brian Danielson. Fair enough. Number six, Cody Rhodes. Whoa! Cody. Number five, Bob the Lash. Yes. So Bobby Lashley. He's had a great year. Number four, Adam Page. That hangman. That Adam hang Page. Hangman. Jesus. Number three. CM Punk. Number two, right. Akada. Is that like a delivery service? Are you getting to look Akada? Sorry. Yeah, it's Kaz Kazuki. I can't pronounce it. Suzuki? You know Akada? You you present Forbidden Door. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I but I can't pronounce his first name. <laughs> and number one. Make it rain. My tribal chief. Who else was it going to be? Only the person, number one, could survive a last man standing match being counted out for about four minutes whilst the handcuffs were coming off him. Was that was was that in the last year or was that the year before? Because he's been that champion like two that years was spend, now. It was Thunderdome that was because they had the screens, wasn't it? They went up and around in the screens. That's where they did it. Well, that's your um, that's your top five. Well, last year was. Is um, there any names you wanted me to pick out to see if they made the list, Jamie? I'm sure you mentioned a couple of names. Can't remember. I'm just currently looking at the list at the moment just to see like how many people have like flown up the list. Like looking at. Someone like Matt Cardona, who's now 13th. Last year, he the year before, he was 297th. He's flown up 280. That's, that's really good. 96th. Fairy. We missed that. Huh? That's yeah. good, Fred. Oh, you want to see Logan Paul where he did? I don't, I don't know. know. He, ain't don't on there. he ain't on there. No. He ain't there. He ain't here to party. It'd be interesting to see, because obviously with the PGBY... Um, top 500 or with the women the top 100 or however many is for them sometimes the shows actually mention it like when um, Omega got uh, the number one last year they make sure to make mention it on AEW I wonder if they'll show PW like Roman Reigns the direct lead he's the number one wrestler and he's not even there <laughs> I know you mentioned Omos didn't you 120 Hook 124 Hook is higher than Sheamus why didn't you mention Hook Karen probably doesn't even know who Hook is. 
Tazza's son. I do know my these dear. things. I'm a journ. I'm a wrestling journalist. <laughs> my dear yeah. lord. I run a journalism company for wrestling. I don't. Where's Vince McMahon on the list? He would be the same as Pac McTay. Get Vince on the list. Have you heard the news about Vince today, though? No. Well, let me bring you this exclusive. It's not exclusive because I'm reporting it from Wrestle Talk, but it's been on a few. It's been on a few sites today. It says here Vince McMahon to appear at WrestleMania 39. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He says, Vince may not yet be completely done with the, with the WWE. There are discussions about how to pay tribute to his achievements of turning a small-town wrestling visit into a global business venture. So fans he's going may, in the Hall of Fame, then? Well, it says, fans may not have always liked the way he handles storylines and treats us on talent, but his efforts to take the sport to the world cannot be underestimated. His departure was pretty unceremonious in terms of the business behind the scenes, but the sport is about fans. And as controversial as it may seem, there are fans who really deserve a send-off. Uh, it says, now at this moment in time, the suggestion of any kind of celebration seems impossible and would spark potential backlash. However, an acknowledgement of his contributions remains an active discussion amongst the creative team. Obviously, Vince will not wrestle again, but having an invitation to WrestleMania is a possibility. One discussion currently being had is whether it is too soon for him to be honoured at the WWE Hall of Fame event the night before WrestleMania. Automatically, yeah. that honour would mean he would walk out on stage in front of the LA fans in April. Stephanie has openly spoken about her father's legacy since his departure. Triple H has huge respect for him. So, Vince always said he'd never want to go in the Hall of Fame. Well, certainly not while he's alive, so it would be something that would happen after he passes away. But that was obviously presuming, I assume, on the fact that he'd be chairman and running the company till the day he died, which obviously he's not doing anymore. But Point of discussion here, whilst I don't want to compare it because it isn't comparable really in any way because it's two different ends of the extreme, I think there has to be a discussion about it because if they're saying that, oh, obviously there's a lot of controversies and if he was put in now, you know, there'd be a hell of a lot of backlash and blah, 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 but he should be recognised for what he's done for the business. Whilst it's not comparable, like I say, because what I'm going to mention now is a hell of a lot. I don't want to say worse because it's very serious allegations. It's against Vince McMahon. But when you look at Chris Benoit and there's the argument to put him in the Hall of Fame because, well, let's be honest, he should go in because of what he did in wrestling, nothing to do with his personal life. This article and these comments that are being made about Vince are effectively mirroring the same. They're saying, well, he should go into the Hall of Fame because it's about wrestling, what he did for wrestling, not his personal life. We should be separating that. Why isn't that? And I'm not saying it should be. In fact, far from it. I'm completely against Chris Benoit going in the Hall of Fame in any way. But why Why is that discussion not being had? Why is it potentially allowed for one and not for the other? I think it's too different. And I think if you look at the, the reasons why they've been blackmarked, you look at with Benoit, the tragedy with his family, he should never be in the Hall of Fame. And I know that they had recently, um, Paul Heyman was asked a question at a QA and a and he's like, are you for real? He should never be put in there. And I agree with Paul Heyman. You know, you shouldn't bring light on that situation. It should never be, you know, yeah, it should be talked about to realise how that they've um, moved on and how they've got these wellness policies and how the business has grown because of what's happened. But in terms of, like, you talk about Benoit's career, he's had 
he won the Royal Rumble at number one, but they never mentioned that. You know, if they started mentioning, oh, the people that won Royal Rumble for number one, and you start to see his name creep in there, then, okay, there might be rumblings of it. But I can never see that happening. They, they pretty much never they mentioned it. it. And you saw how quickly they panned away from that Benoit T-shirt oh, that clash. Is, yeah, but that you look at Vince good. McMahon, and I say to you, don't look at Vince McMahon as a person. If you look at Mr. McMahon as an on-screen talent, starting to come on screen in, two, in 1997, 1996, um, they join the storylines, the Attitude Era, buying out WCW, the matches he's had at WrestleMania, putting over people like Bret Hart, um, Shawn Michaels, you know, bringing people up like Theory. Um, they, if I think if they induct him as the Mr. McMahon character, I think that's the best way to do it. You say Mr. McMahon oh, is Chris winning Bo, I'll thing. put it to you that Chris Benoit is still, yes, that might be his real name, but he was still a character. He was still a wrestling persona. If you became a wrestler tomorrow and you wrestled under your real name, when you're out in the ring cutting a promo, you're not Daniel Saunders the person. You're Daniel Saunders the character. Mm. So Chris Benoit was still a character um, in that sense. I just... We have to be careful about what we say, obviously, because of the allegations made against Vince. Some of them are just allegations as far as, you know, stuff he shouldn't have done with company money. Yes, he's allegedly had, and we will use allegedly, allegedly had affairs behind his wife's back, which is, that's a personal thing. That's, you know, yes, it's wrong, but that's certainly not enough for somebody not to be on it for the achievements that they've done. You know, that that's something to sort behind closed doors. And even the financial side of things, as far as the hush money allegedly, you know, that, that was used. Again, that's not that's not something that the the public or yes, the media might run stories, but that's not something where they're going to go over oh, well, whatever. That's an internal company matter. That's a HR matter. That's that. There are allegations of potential sexual misconduct with him. And again. These are allegations. That's not to say that they're true. And will he go to trial for some will charge to be brought against him? Will anything? We we don't know. But if they did, and you know, and if he was found guilty, that's serious allegation. That's that's a sexual crime. That's a sex crime. So, you know, I, su- I suppose you look at something like Mike Tyson, for example. And this is a different thing. Correct me if I'm wrong. But Mike Tyson was convicted of rape, and I believe he's still honoured in boxing and revered by a lot of people. And he's probably some form of boxing hall of fame, if not all of them, rightly or wrongly. So I suppose that's a counter argument um, to the thing, saying, well, Vince shouldn't go in for X, Y, Z reason if he is indeed found guilty or proven to have done something that would be considered a crime and that type of crime. But then, yeah, look at. Look at Mike Tyson. It's it's very strange how the world works. It's tough, but you look at the, the Mike Tyson. He wasn't inducted for his boxing career. He was inducted for his celebrity involvement in wrestling. So he was inducted for what happened. You know, no, I mean, no, he is the, he is in a he is in the boxing hall of fame though. So if anything, yeah, that's even we're talking about been, the WWE hall of fame though, aren't we? And we're looking at would they induct him? And the reason they inducted him. You, you look at, the, like, if you look at it, how it went down, and say you said it was WrestleMania 39, and they had the induction ceremony for the Hall of Fame, and it was for Vince McMahon, and all he did then was go through, he was at the commentary table, then Brat Hart started throwing stuff over him, so he found the, the massacre, then he started bringing the corporation, going into um, the invasion, then he started going into being sort of a general manager on screen leader role, even more so. You can pan through it and go through the story, and people can talk about anecdotes about the character of Mr. McMahon, not Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon. 
But then you go towards the Chris Benoit side of things. Now, I'm not saying Chris Benoit didn't have a very good career, um, but if you look at it and go, okay, how are we highlighting Chris Benoit? He was in WCW. He won the WCW title. He came across with the Radicals and sat in the front row, and he's part of the SmackDown 6 that helped bring that show up to the forefront. He won the Royal Rumble at number one, and he had a WrestleMania moment with Eddie Guerrero at WrestleMania 21. You know, bringing the crowd, you know, bringing the show home. Yes, okay. You look at it and go, he's a former multi-time world champion, and you always say if somebody wins a WWE title, they should go into the Hall of Fame. But you look at the Chris Benoit storyline; they go through the entire thing of what he's done on screen. But ultimately, when people are going up there, who's going to induct him? Who's going to want to induct him? You know, after what what's happened, you know, ultimately, yeah, what's happened happened with a tragedy, and it's something that. It's very, it's a taboo subject to talk about in the wrestling um, area. But ultimately, it's going to be very awkward for a lot of people. Where with the Vince McMahon thing, yes, it is very awkward. The, the things that he allegedly has happened with co-workers. But ultimately, it's the Mr. McMahon character that they'd be looking to put in. And with the Mr. McMahon character, you can literally just do a package and he comes out and gives a wave and a quick speech. Um, you know, it is a famous character. And if you say to most people, it's that thing, or oh, you watch that wrestling video, is that Mr. McMahon still on screen? You know, is that Hulk Hogan still on screen? It's a name. If I said Mr. McMahon to somebody who's never watched wrestling, they know who he is. You know, it's one of those things. It's, 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 but yeah, it's different. If you said, no, people don't say Vince McMahon, they say Mr. McMahon. I think it's a Mr. McMahon character, there's a potential, that's a way of doing the Hall of Fame. In your question about Chris Benoit, in my personal opinion, I wouldn't want to see him going in there. And I think as watching it as a fan, it'd be quite awkward. And it'd be quite awkward for everybody to try and bring that back up again. I almost feel like it's a, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be a sore subject, but it's 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 a topical, a topic, a debate for another day, I think, because you could speak for hours on the pros. I think if you, if I said to you, like, you look at his career and yes, it was a good career. But if I said to you names like Dean Malenko, for example, William Regal, these are names would you see them in the Hall of Fame? They're not in there at the moment. So they've had very similar... Yeah, Regal did win a world title. Mike I mean, Regal, Regal will. Regal will go into the WWE Hall of Fame. It's just a matter of time. I remember there was rumblings a couple of years ago that he was going to go in and it didn't happen for whatever reason. I think it was the year Batista was supposed to go in and then that got pulled because of the pandemic. And obviously he hasn't been for a couple of years. So, you know, Batista's due any time now as well. Yeah. And, and, and Malenko, I can see as well because, I mean, we've said before, if bloody Coco Beware can get inducted into the Hall of Fame, then any, anyone can, unless you're Chris <laughs> Benoit. Um, but they, they've started doing it now. These, like, mid-card talents have started going into the Hall of Fame. Um, Big Boss Man, for example, that, that type of, of talent, you know, they are going in. And rightly so. So Dean Malenko, I, I could see, not, not quite yet, uh, and maybe when he, because he's involved with AEW at the minute. Yeah, he's got, sure, um, uh, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he's got Parkinson's as well. Um, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Sorry, uh, Joe, I keep forgetting you're there. He is there. <laughs> Good old Joe. What um, do you think, Joe? Do, do, do you want your way in on the uh, Hall of Fame and who you think potentially could go in as another name as well? Um, I agree. I think Vince McMahon will go in, but it's like Mr McMahon. I don't think Chris Benoit will go in. Just purely because it's just it's just too too controversial. Whereas Mr. McMahon, yeah, I'm not excusing what he's done and everything, and all, but it's like it's all it's all like rumors. It's not like I don't. They're they're very two very different crimes. Yeah, 
I'm not excusing what Mr. McMahon did at all, but his is a lot more minor than Chris Benoit's. Well, this is this is the thing. This is why we need to be careful as well, because let's let's be honest, he, he hasn't been charged with anything. You know, it, it could all be rubbish. At the end of the day, all he could have done is had an affair and paid off the woman to keep quiet, which, well, as we said, it's a work internal matter and naughty boy, you shouldn't have done that, pay the money back type thing, which you would. If that's the case, get him in get him in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. But if he's charged with anything personally that's considered a crime that carries, you know, a sentence, then I think there's an argument against it. Because that's the thing, you're only obviously talking about allegations, aren't we? So should somebody be condemned because of allegations? Absolutely not. No, there needs to be a full investigation. We, I mean, Be- Benoit was never... It, for example. Well, exactly. Uh, Benoit was never charged with anything, but he, he did it. But then, you know, if Vince... If Vince never goes to trial over anything like this, it's because nobody wanted to bring it to trial because there wasn't enough evidence. Therefore, you have to assume that somebody's innocent because they're innocent until proven guilty. If that's the case, then put him in the Hall of Fame. He absolutely deserves it. Chris Benoit deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Chris Benoit deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Money to bury evidence and not not police it. I mean, you, you look at some people and be like, oh, yeah, they're definitely guilty of something, but obviously stuff happens or whatever, and it turns out that they're innocent. I mean, we all know the truth about Michael Jackson, but apparently Don't he's innocent. Stupid. Well, he is innocent. We've got a couple of names. Well, not only that, not guilty anyway, but anyway. We've got a couple names with Hall of Fame, and there's always going to be the questions over should they, should they? And it was always the same with Ultimate Warrior, and it was the same with Bruno Sammartino, but there's people like Alberto Del Rio and Jeff Hardy names former WWE champions and I always say anyone who's a WWE champion should go in the Hall of Fame but they're these names and like you see the background of them and the history of what's happened um, puts a little bit of a black I mark mean, on the names has Eddie been in there? I love it Eddie Guerrero of course he is yeah, that's, 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 Eddie Guerrero was put in the year after he died yeah because yeah. Yeah. Um, he was inducted by Ray Chavo Ray. and yeah. or maybe just Ray and, and Chavo yeah, um, I mean Jeff Hardy should absolutely go to the Hall of Fame. Again, I think it's the Hardy just... boys. I think they go in. Yeah, 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 of course they do. Yeah, he could possibly go in twice. Yeah. Well, does he deserve it? But then again, you say like Edge and Christian as a tag team should go in. Yeah, because they're both in mm. their solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably is well, Christian in the right Hall of Fame? He's not. Yeah, no, he's not. Well, I'm saying, yeah, but he, sh- he will he will do, surely, at some point. He is a world champion yeah, after... when he's murdered Jungle Boy. What? Uh, uh, and uh, and uh, married uh, his mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Who and knows? took his pet dinosaur. Yeah, that Luchasaurus, that guy. He's probably face again this week. He's probably turned <laughs> back face again. He's the new Big Show. Yeah, I was just going to say, he's the Wolf and Turs in the Big Show. Dear God. Right, shall we quiz it, guys? I'd like to quiz. I just want to make sure that we've got Joe back first. I think well, just if he just isn't, it gives in. more chance for me to win. Let's face it, Taryn, he's still going to be bottom, even if Joe's not playing. He's, he's still going to use Google. Yeah. No, I've got me I've got me pad. I've got my got me pad here. Oh, he's actually got the pen and paper. I always have the pen and paper. Here it is. He always has pen and paper. I'm the one that uses my phone. That's true. One of your twelve phones. 
Right, yep. we give Joe a few more seconds, and if not, then I'm afraid it's a, it's a shootout between head me and James. Head to head. <laughs> head to head to head. My dear Lord. Right, so let's get the old pen and paper. Quiz. Why don't you invite <laughs> Joe into the room so he can hear your questions? He'll see the and answers. <laughs> Surely not. I mean, Dan, you've hosted quizzes in front of. Get him, just get him in the room so he can That's at least idea. do the quiz. That's an idea. You can always just shout in the background. Oh, Joe. Through my microphone. Joe. Cody. Joe. My dear Lord, we will see. Did you watch Dynamite then, Jamie? I haven't watched it yet, no, because unfortunately I have work. Well, so do I. I. That's why I haven't watched it. Yeah, work at home. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So you can watch it. I'm there at an external college. Hey, not whilst I'm training. Know. Not whilst I'm training. As I say, it's been a it's been a tiresome week. Right, I think we're ready. I think we're ready for the quiz itself. Yeah, I'm gonna get Joe to say hello and see if you can hear him. Hello. Very much in the background, but that'll do. There we go. At least we'll know what his answer is. Okay, so I've got 10 questions. There ain't a theme. It's just general WWE and general wrestling. That is fine. And just before you go ahead with it, I'll just give everybody listening at home a reminder of the um, leaderboard. Dan on 13. Can't make any gains this week. He's hosting. Jamie on six. Me on five. And Joe on three. See, I could tie with Jamie this week. Let's have a look. Here we go. Okay, so your question number one, nice and easy. Who has held the WWE hardcore title the most? They've held it. Actually, I'm not going to tell you that just in case we need a tiebreaker. But who has held the hardcore title the most? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, no, that, that, is a, that is a question, isn't it? it? That is definitely a question. I thought that one was right. And I thought, you know what, I need a question. That's a question right there. Yeah, that'll do. Okay, your number two, nice and easy. Who did Bret Hart beat at WrestleMania 10 for the WWE title? So, yes, he did have two matches, but only one of them was for a title match. And who did he beat for the title? At WrestleMania 10. WrestleMania 10. Okay, your number three. MK Huffman is the name of which... Tough enough winner. Yes, it's gotta be. It, it's it's gotta be the Miz. No, he didn't win it. Okay, your number four. Which two wrestlers were in the first NXT takeover match? That's number four. Which two wrestlers were in the first NXT takeover match? The one of them. I've heard of, Joe may have slightly heard of, and you two definitely will have never heard of them. And the second one of them, um, oh, well, that's that. the second one of them, you definitely would have heard of. Um, I want to give you a clue. He was okay, I'm gonna give you a clue, but it won't be too obvious. He was in a famous four man group that were a group of jobbers on Raw. Ah, yes, okay, yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 number four. Yeah. And the other one was like um, a tag team partner um, who sued somebody who later went on to wrestle in a mask. But this guy didn't wrestle in a mask. Okay, you won't get the second one, but you might get the first. Anyway, number five. 
who has held tag titles with Sting, AJ Styles, and Chris Benoit. Ooh. One person has held tag titles with all of those people. Okay. Year number six. Who won the two-wake mountain trophy? It's a WWE trophy. The two-wake mountain trophy in 2020. It's a WWE trophy. The two-wake mountain trophy. (laughs) Number seven. Which Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Famer's real name is Martin Lund? L-U-N-D. E, yeah. Um, I'll give you a clue. He doesn't work with WWE. He actually works with AEW now. Ooh. He doesn't. It's a Hall of Famer that works with WWE now, and his real name is Martin Lund, with an E on the end. Okay, number eight. You you guys remember the St. Valentine's Day massacre, don't you? Yes. Well, what was Vince McMahon holding on the poster for the St. Valentine's Day massacre? Oh, well, I thought you were going to ask what the main event was. I don't know. <laughs> I used to have this on VHS. I used to watch it all the time as well. I uh, shout out on this one. I was writing the quiz earlier, and um, Dan in work helped me with this one. He helped me. I was struggling oh. with questions, so gave me a helping hand thinking of something to think on for this. Uh, number nine, how many women's championships has Stacey Keebler won? None, I own. Let's have a think. We all know what Taryn's right in. She's got legs! She's got legs! how to use them. Okay. Good as- holla, holla, so all the girls, all the girls in the backstage. Oh. <laughs> number ten. What year did Lita, Jake the Snake Roberts, and the Ultimate Warrior go into the Hall of Fame? Uh, Number 10, what year did Lita, Jake the Snake Roberts, and the Hall of Fame go into that Hall of Fame? Let's go for that, why not? Literally. Okay, so I'm going to go in the same order every time. I'm going to go Joe, because I'm going to have to ask him to shout it out. Then I'm going to go Jamie, then I'm going to go Taryn every time. Cool. So, so Taryn can see all the answers. We can. Yes. Well, you know, he's, he's last. We need to help. I him. will be honest with my answers. Don't Good. you? So, yeah, right. who has held the hardcore title the most? Joe. Who? Joe thinks Raven. Taryn. Oh, he's going different from the order. He said, <laughs> he, said he was going to do it. Crash Holly. I've and also gone for Crash Holly. <laughs> Joe gets the point. It's Raven. Hey. No. Raven, yeah. <laughs> I what about me? Not, you're not counting the championships. What about Rain? It's a good it, like, Wikipedia to read. I found like Chris Nowinski was the lightest, the longest reigning one. I think it was something like um, the big boss man for 97 days or so. It's a good one to look at, actually. It's a good little list. I've, I've had a look at it before, I think. So I think it's really good. Well, you didn't get it right, did you? So you didn't look hard enough. Number two. Well, obviously, it just proves I don't Google the answers, Taryn. <laughs> well, number two, who did Bret Hart beat for the WWF title at WrestleMania 10? Joe? Joe thinks Shawn Michaels, who was in a ladder match. Um, Jamie? Yokozuna. And Taran? I think that was WrestleMania 9. Is it not Lex? No, Lex it was Yokozuna. That's how we do. 
No. Brett lost to Yoko at WrestleMania then, 9 Hogan. when Hulk Hogan came out. Yeah. WrestleMania 10. Oh, they had a to rematch. wrestle his brother in the first match. And then, obviously, oh. he won, because he won the Royal Rumble, um, he then got his um, match in the main event. I've heard it all now. I've heard it all. Okay, number three. MK Huffman <laughs> I know is the name one. of which tough enough winner? Joe MK Huffman. Who's that? He thinks MK Huffman is Johnny Nitro. Um, Jamie? I mean, surely because of MK, I've just gone for Maven. It was Maven. I it was Maven. His name is like Maven. <laughs> Maven, <laughs> Maven Travis Huffman. But I thought I'll put no, MK no, no, no. Huffman. He had a banging helmet. Now, when you go back and watch him on like the network, not that I look for Maven on the network, but back to that, yeah. they dubbed his tune over because it must be copyright with like a right generic tune. And his original one was great. Doing. Mate, it was really good. It was, and remember that at the Rumble. Okay, number four. Yeah. I'd be surprised if you guys get both, but I, I think you might get the one. Which two wrestlers were in the first NXT TakeOver match? Now, this NXT TakeOver was the one where Charlotte faced Natty for the NXT women's title. Um, and it was absolute bamboo. A really good one to watch. But, Joe, who, which two people were in the first match? Keith Slater and Sami Zayn. Unfortunately, that's not right. Jamie. I also went for Heath Slater, though, and then Evil Uno. <laughs> Evil Uno's never been in, in NXT or WWE. No, Unfortunately, that's not right. And uh, Taryn? I don't know the other guy, but I think it was Jinder Mahal. Uh, and do you want to take a guess at the guy that I didn't think you'd be able to guess? Um, what was your clue that you gave again? Um, he is a sidekick to a guy who spent most of his career in a mask. Um, Alberto Del Rio's in it, ring announcer. I don't know. Ricardo Rodriguez. Yes, no. him. Yeah. No, I no it was Adam Rose. <laughs> and he faced Camacho. Oh my dear Lord. So if you ever see the clip of um, Kofi Kingston doing the handstand at the Royal Rumble, if you look yeah. in the background, Camacho's there with big sunglasses, a beanie hat, and a little tiny bicycle. <laughs> he loved it. Okay, number five. Who has held tag titles for Sting? AJ Styles and Chris Benoit. Joe? Joe thinks Booker T. Jamie? I didn't actually put an answer for this one. so Just, just shout an answer. Uh, Christian. Christian. And Taryn. <laughs> Jericho. That's a good guess, but no, it's not. Taryn, I'm really surprised you haven't got this one. Who was it? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Oh, oh. <laughs> of yeah, course he would have held it with singing TNA. He would have held all of them in Impact, surely. No, yeah. but I was thinking of um, AJ Styles at Impact as well. No, yeah. I was thinking WCW. Oh, see through that one. Okay, number six. Who won the Two Wake Nineteen Trophy in 2020? Joe. I know it. Joe thinks it's Braun Strowman. Uh, Jamie. I've also gone for Braun Strowman. Okay, and Taryn thinks he's got it. Who have you got, Taryn? I've got it. I've no, I know the answer. I am sure Google's I'm going to look open. like it. No, it's not. There's no Google. I am sure. I'm going to look stupid now. I forgot this one. This was that the name of that stupid tournament trophy thing that they had that the finals ended in Saudi Arabia and The Undertaker came out and just won it somehow. Yeah, AJ Styles was originally winning it. All of a sudden, Gong, take your comeback. That was it, and that set up the Mania match. Yeah, 
That's it. It was Undertaker. He won I the twig. I knew it. He won that trophy. It's the biggest win he's ever had. I was going to Google how many times has he won like the hardcore title thing, and then I saw two eight trophy winner. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm asking that. There's no way I would have got that if you hadn't said what year it was. The I thought it was yeah. something from like the eighties. Okay, which Hall of Famer real name is Martin Lund? Joe. Joe went with Jim Ross. Uh, Taron. I think Jim Ross's real name is Jim Ross. I think. Right. <laughs> um, I did Arn Anderson. And Jamie. His real name is probably Arn Anderson as well. Funny enough, I actually <laughs> went through Arn Anderson as well, Taron. It's Arn Anderson. <laughs> yeah. I just searched like wrestlers' real names. It was one of because he's A. It's one of the first ones to come up. Um, number eight. What was Vince McMahon holding on the poster of St. Valentine's Day Massacre? Joe, what do you reckon? He thinks it's a pipe. Taron. I don't know, a rose or a bunch of roses. And Jamie. Oh, that's a good guess, that one. I went for a crucifix. No, it was a bunch of roses. <laughs> yeah. And, um, number nine, how many women's titles has Stacey Keebler won? Joe. Joe thinks she's a three-time women's champion. Jamie. She's never won it zero. No, I put zero as well. Nope, sure she has never, never won a women's title. I actually yeah. said Stacey Keebler, and it says championships and accomplishments on Wiki, and it, the championships and accomplishment is former WCW Nitro Girl. <laughs> former fiancé of George Clooney. <laughs> no, she's never won a women's title, and uh, but she's in the Hall of Fame, which is cool. And your number 10, she's in the Hall of Fame, isn't she? No, or did she end up? No, Tori I Wilson? don't think so. I think she she yeah. should be in the Hall of Fame. That is somebody who should be in the Hall of Fame. Hey, for what? Queen Charmelle's in the Hall of Fame, Taryn. Yeah, very, very true, very true. Queen All hail Queen Charmelle. And number 10, what year did Litter, Jake Snake and Warrior, that's literally how I wrote it because I run out of space, Jake Snake and Warrior, go into the Hoff? Joe? 2017 from Joe? Taryn? Oh, no, I think it's slightly earlier, but I know I'm going to be like a year out, but 2015. <laughs> I'm 2014. So oh, one of one of you is right. So we've got 2017, 2015, <laughs> 2014. One I don't think right. it's as late as 2016 or 2017. So I think Jamie's right because when I thought I was a year out, it was going to be slightly, slightly. And you know what? I only you know like when you go on YouTube and you watch random stuff, and then before you know it, you're watching stuff that you didn't go on YouTube to watch. I ended up watching the Ultimate Warriors tribute video when he died. And that's in the video. So I only saw it the other day. Well, know, yeah, because it's the day, after, um, the day after he died. And it's 2014. Oh, you bugger. Yes. Okay. I know Taron had a few lucky ones with roses. And I know Jamie had a few lucky ones with years. I got half marks. So five out of ten. Which was the only one you got right? Oh, my days. Joe got one. The only one he got was Raven. Jesus. Um, what about I only got one. What about got Raven? One last week. I only got one last week, so. Yeah, I got five. I got also five. got five. No, he's okay. lying. He's so lying. I, I, got Yoko, I got Yoko Zuna, Maven, Arn Anderson, Zero, and 2014. Yeah, but I should have a bonus point for knowing that The Undertaker won that no. trophy. You'll have minus points if <laughs> no. you carry on. Okay, tiebreaker. Raven, he's held the hardcore title the most. How many times has Raven won the hardcore title? He's going first. Uh, Taron, because of that quip, then Taron can go first. <laughs> uh, I was going to go really high, but then that's probably going to be really high. 
So our um, truth, I mean, he's like a 45-time 24-7 champion. Yeah, nowhere you know? near that. Um, Undertaker, eight, he's only won it once, the hardcore title. I, I, 18. <laughs> 18. And Jamie? I was going to go a bit higher than that, so I, I was going to say 27. What if you've got it spot on? Oh, shit! <laughs> that should be... That should just be the end of the um, <laughs> uh, the end of the quiz league and declare an overall winner for the year. No, that should be. Jamie has got it right. It's twenty seven. Oh. <laughs> Dear God, right, <laughs> Jamie, you are now on seven points for the year. I was going to say how wonderful that quiz was, but I'm very disappointed. I'm very disappointed indeed. It's almost as bad as your quiz last week, isn't it? That was a quality quiz. Don't but the best part quiz. is, Taryn, don't forget, Joe's hosting next week. So Joe we is hosting next up. week. No, Joe, that's how delighted are you? That's if his technology works. If his microphone works. <laughs> he's over the moon, he said. He's over the moon. He can't wait. Over he's a good moon. lad. He's a good lad. Well, um, yes. Um, I mean, where can everybody find us on the socials, Dan? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapple Cast Show. We're available on the Apple Podcasts, your Spotify's, your Deezers. Make sure you like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I know many of you like streaming us as well, so you can carry on streaming too. We are available on your social media too. We're on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram. We are the Grapple. We are we're Grapple Cast Show. Tell your friends, spread the word, get involved, guys. Lovely. Well. Yes, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Thank you again, as always, to Dan, Jamie, and... Well, yeah, thanks very much, Joe. I can kind of see you over there. Yeah, thanks very much. Karen Hopefully everything's sorted for next week. Thanks, um, Yes, enjoy the rest of your weeks. Enjoy... I'll just name drop. It's my birthday, but yes, on, on Monday. So by the time you listen to our next show next week, I will have turned the grand old age of 13. You're never 30. You look like 45. Hey, 13. I said not 30. I'll be 32. I'll be 32. I know. Right. If you want to sign us off then, Jamie. Yeah, I mean, I guess without further ado, I mean, there's only one way to sign off this episode. And that is to say, acknowledge us. (laughs) What a boost. Ta-ra. Bye. Bring it back!